I am from beyond. Listen, and all you desire will be yours. Welcome to Spider-Man and the Secret Wars. Prepare for battle. Spider Knight? Alas, friend Spider-Man, by what sorcery doth small ceiling torch shine forth? It's called a light bulb. Welcome to Prattle World, I'm your host, the ever-amazing, ever-spectacular Spider-Dan, and in this podcast, I spotlight entertainment's best-kept secrets that a mainstream audience may find boring. And welcome to another edition of Spider Knights of the Round Table, where a guest and myself will discuss a much-loved subject in depth in a round table format and today i'm joined by cyberpunk georgina ruth hanmer of kusanagi cosplay uk please follow like subscribe etc on her instagram and facebook and today we're going to be talking all things neon genesis evangelion Welcome, Georgina. Hiya, thanks for having me. <laughs> that was a bombastic <laughs> intro. My, my usual, it's kind of my thing. Hiya, like, you're alive. I'll do. <laughs> so I got you on because I know you're a huge anime fan. Um, Indeed. Huge Ghost in the Shell fan. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, and I heard this was coming on Netflix and I, it piqued my interest. And then you on Facebook were like, oh, you've got to get into this. It's so good, so, so, so good. And I'd heard a thing. Like, for me, I'm not like a kind of a big anime fan. Yeah. But I, I know I know, I'm casual. I'm very casual, casual. In, in that in that respect. But you were like, check it out. And I check, checked it out recently. And I just had to talk about it. <laughs> and I had to get you on it. You've got to be a bit of an expert on this. I have been told I am a bit of a go-to when it comes to all things anime. <laughs> so that is, yeah, I do get a lot of people like, oh, do you recommend this? Have you seen it? How is it? Yeah. The fountain of knowledge. Something like that. Maybe a puddle of knowledge. You know, <laughs> quite a deep bit one. shallow. Bit shallow. <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty deep, though, you know. You, you definitely get your socks wet. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I think, first of all, for people that don't know what, um, you know, neon, should we just call it Eva? Eva? I sure. tend to say Evangelion half the time. So. Evangelion. We'll yeah. just say Evangelion. <laughs> um, so, what? Is it? What's the what's the premise of, of Evangelion? I know this is a hard question. It so. is quite what? a hard question. <laughs> it's like, can you define it by a genre or anything like that? It kind of skirts a lot of genres. It does. It really does. So you, you can't exactly put it into just a few words to give somebody a bit of a, you know, a bit of a rough idea yeah. about it. You do have to, you know, follow on with, oh, but it does this and it yeah. does that. Yeah, takes, takes a few left turns. It does, yeah, but... You really have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you d- I, I would agree with you. I you, totally agree yeah, with you. Yeah, I'd like to say that it is, uh, it's definitely biomech. Yeah, definitely. Definitely biomech. Yeah. It's, it's not full-on mech like uh, like Gundam, for example. Yeah. Definitely biomech. Uh, dystopia? Post-dystopia-ish? Yeah, yeah I'd say dystopia. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. I definitely wouldn't put it in the cyberpunk genre, though. Even no. Even no, no. But even just going by that, it's still a little bit vague yeah it's it's really it's a a huge mishmash of lots of things like obviously like some parts of me think that the way the what was the creator's name sorry the oh Hideaki Anno there you go I think I'll refer to you for all the Japanese names (laughs) today Uh, I won't even bother to try and mispronounce them Um, he uh, like I, I think maybe his pitch 
Like, he wanted to do, the sh- like, all the kind of introspective stuff and the philo- philosophical stuff yeah. he wants to talk about. Um, I feel like to get that green lit, he went, but there's giant monsters yeah. and aliens yeah. and giant robots yeah. uh, with o- massive <laughs> automatic rifles as big as buildings. Um, interested? Yes, please. Yeah. Sold. It is, it is something like that that would sell an anime, to yes. be honest. But I don't think he had to do a lot of selling because uh, the studio that made it, Gainax, mm-hmm. he was one of the top dogs there. Right. So, so he, like, he ran the show. I'm doing this mm. and I'm, yeah, I'm going to do it my way. Blah, blah, blah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so um so yeah, we've still not really described it, have we? Um I think it's difficult to describe. Yeah, I think on a base level it's about aliens came to Earth. Yeah. There was a few kind of massive extinction level almost explosions, yeah. if you would call them that. And the Earth has had to recover over kind of fifteen years. It's twenty fifteen it's set in, I believe. Yes. Uh yeah. twenty fifteen, so uh on the timeline. Did you did you look up the timeline? Oh, I, 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 I was a bit I was a bit nervous to look up the entire timeline because I was yeah. like, isn't there like fourteen or something? I mean, but the thing is, though, the actual timeline itself is not clearly defined in the show. Hmm. You know, when you watch through all the episodes, it just all seems to kind of happen, yeah. and then two uh, thousands always mentioned, and then yeah. twenty fifteen, which yeah. is the time of setting. Yeah, but not much on what happened before. Ge- genuinely, the show is very vague. Yeah. about everything. How does Shinji know how to get into a robot, and how does he know how to operate it, and what's his connection to the robot? Yeah. and I mean, it's not technically a robot. I'm just, but I'm going to say it's a robot. Yeah. It's effectively a robot. But um, yeah, it's it's very, it's intentionally vague. Every episode I was like, oh, they're going to uncover this or they're going to uncover this. When they answered questions, mm-hmm. it led to more questions. It did, yeah. So yeah, it's it's like, it's like, um, I kind of, I kind of think of like Wolverine because like he always <laughs> tries to get his, you know, he's tries to get, he's like, what's my past? Where's my history? What happened at Weapon X? And then it's like, no, just more questions now. Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, so it's it yeah revolves around revolves around Shinji, mm-hmm. a young lad who's been contacted by his dad uh, for unknown reasons. Not seen him in years. Mm-hmm. They've they had a bit of the mum's dead, you know, much like your Disney protagonist. The mum's always dead. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> constantly dead. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and he's invited by Masato. Yeah, Masato yep. Who's probably my favourite character, I think. Oh, she's, she's definitely my favourite. She's brilliant. Just just brilliant. Um, really fun, really cool character. Really, like, strong female character, but also she's got, like, a fun, quirky side. And... Yeah, she's got the fun, quirky side, but... Like yeah, once once you watch the show and yeah. then obviously you get past all that, yeah. you see that she is quite broken. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> she's like yeah, she's massively well, broken. To be honest, I think every single character <laughs> in this is shattered beyond all absolute damage. Like realistic kind of psychological kind of damage. Yeah, you know, and and it's quite relatable as well. Like if you've ever like. You know, you know, I'm sure everyone's had some form of like kind of depression. Maybe it's not not clinical, but yeah. you've had you know a time when you were very, 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 very sad, or exactly. you know you felt left out. And Shinji is a good like all the characters are a good example of that yeah. in some way. But yeah, we follow Shinji, and like you said, getting the robot. His dad wants him to get into a massive robot and fight an alien. That all the aliens are kind of named after 
So there's a lot of biblical and there is a religious lot of imagery, isn't there? Biblical uh, references and imagery, uh, usually sort of Judeo-Christian stuff. So a lot of stuff from like the Kabbalah, mm. uh, from the Bible as well. And yeah, they do actually use uh, angels' names. Yeah, yeah. So I think um, I think my favourite was I think it's Ramiel. Ramiel, yeah. I think it's kind of like a diamond shape. Some of them are completely unpronounceable. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even there go. Was a, there was a Sandalphon, I think. Sandalphon. Sandalphon. Wow. Although you don't get like your Gabriels. And, yeah, yeah. Standard. You your standard that. ones. Your standard. Your standard. I think el. I think that el means. I think at the end of the the word, I think it means of God or mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, translates roughly. Um, there are literally millions of videos on YouTube. We're never going to cover all the subjects. We're oh, never going to cover all the. Like you could spend all uh, a whole podcast. Three or four, like a season of podcasts, just yeah. just on the religious imagery and iconography. You know, we won't cover everything, but I think I th- I hope this is a nice jumping on point where it kind of gets people interested to give the show yeah. a go. But yeah, I, f- I found that really fascinating. Even in the opening, uh, by the way, the opening song oh. is incredible. In fact, me and John were actually on about this last night because I started re-watching it again last night, uh, you know, sort of in preparation for... Of course, good, good. Good research, I like that. Yeah, I had to do my research. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. No, we we were on about, you know, some of the greatest anime opening themes. So, yeah, Evangelion's opening has to be possibly one of the greatest. Incredible. And, I mean, this is is going alongside, uh, like, Tank... Cowboy Bebop. Mm. That opening is absolutely amazing as well. So it's, yeah, yeah. It, you I've... know, you get ones that just literally stick in your head, and you, you know, you watch. Yeah. And it's 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 almost like and again it it does conjure up I mean in the opening there's again loads of religious imagery. Just that, but there's quite a few Easter eggs in the opening as well. Is there? Yeah. yeah. Please please tell us more. Easter eggs as much as like you know references to maybe something else or whatever. But uh, as you watch the series through, the intro actually makes a bit of sense. Yes, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like the talk about the AT field yes, through the yeah, series, yeah. and then you actually find out what it stands for yeah, in d- the opening. Absolute yeah. terror field. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute. Ter- I like because I, because they said I couldn't remember like I kind of sort of because it's quite a lot of fast images. Yeah. Like you know, you know, and it's a lot of images. A lot. It's like. To be honest, if you are some form of have some form of epilepsy, oh god, there are some full on yeah. seizure episodes as Do, well. Yeah, if you've got some form of epilepsy, I would not recommend watching the show um, because even it was too much for even me, and I'm not epileptic at all. <laughs> And uh, but yeah, they do flash a lot of characters and imagery and um, strobing. Yeah, a lot of strobing, yeah. especially in that intro. But but I love it. It starts off quite beautiful, and then it gets really into it, and it's yeah. like proper cheesy kind of. It's it feels like late eighties music, almost late eighties. But I think when you think about it, Japan is sort of a little bit behind music. Yeah, well, the, you might say. I mean, technology, maybe technology, like, they're yeah, top yeah. top dollar. But I think yeah, they might be a bit behind in the times. In regards to us being Westerners. Exactly. You know, in comparison. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> kind of some of the weirder stuff we'll go into. I, I would describe it as, you know, you've alien invasion, Mecca. Yeah. And... The human condition. Yes. I was you, right on the... You, you nailed it. You nailed it. You read my mind. Yeah, exactly that. The, the frailty and the fragility of just... Being alive. Exactly. And it's incredible that a, you know, just a Japanese cartoon, effectively, 
can make can deeply make me think about my own life and decisions I've made and where I am and how I feel about about myself and how I perceive myself. It is astounding the the level of just intricacy and detail that's gone into yeah. it. Research as well as as well. It's not yeah. yet. There's loads of um. Is it, uh, the hedgehog's dilemma? Yeah, is a, is a great example, and I think that really represents the show quite well. Um, I can't remember the psychologist or um, who well, came up was, with it. Uh, oh, I can't remember. Yeah, the I can't remember his name. Dilemma, but there's a lot of like Freudian stuff in it. Yes, as well. yeah, there is a lot of Freudian. and stuff that can be traced back to uh, Kierkegaard as well. Yes, yeah. yes, you are right. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I'll just briefly skirt upon this as well. Do it. Um, you know about the whole, I think it was Freudian actually, the id, the ego and the superego? Yeah. So the three kids, so there's Asuka, Ray and mm. Shinji, they all represent, you know, yeah. a form of it. So yeah, yeah the id, the ego and the superego. And not ego. only that, the three <laughs> computers as well. The magi. Yeah. Yeah. That's re- so it was, um, represents her as a, a scientist, scientist, a woman, a woman and, and a mother. mother. Wow. Yeah, that's Naoko Akari. That's Risa Cole's mother. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I don't even know where to, where, where to go next. You know, like, what do we even talk about? I think maybe um, maybe we... some of the development of it to begin with. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, obviously, if, if you know Evangelion, like, off the bat anyway, maybe you watched it, like, you know, several years ago yeah. when it was the ADV uh, release that they did obviously mm. they did their own English dub and released it with the Japanese mm. you know, on the subtitles as well so it's been around for quite a while uh, it was released in Japan in the years 1995 and 1996 it was actually broadcast at tea time really? yes so, so a family show? Uh, oh, totally, yeah. <laughs> totally a family show. Mm. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, they figured out, you know, like after a couple of episodes, and especially when it gets into like the middle of the season, mm. uh, and they were like, oh, this is a bit hard for, you know, when everybody's, you know, sat around the table watching yeah. a bit of telly, you know, eating the eating the hot pot or whatever. <laughs> um <laughs> Like, oh, perhaps maybe we'd better move it. So they did actually move yeah. it to a more adult time. Yeah, yeah. So obviously definitely not a kid's show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a... a even th- though it stars children. Yes. You know, teenagers. Not for kids. Definitely not not for <laughs> kids. Um, there is a fair bit of kind of sexuality in it. Um, yeah. I know, obviously, there's culturally, you know, there's quite a few differences for how we perceive kind of, uh, you know sexuality, yeah. sexual acts and, you know, the age of consent and leg- the legal age exactly, to yeah. to have sex in Japan. I know it's a lot younger. I think it's 13 or 14. I think it's about 14. Yeah, roughly. And which is sure. which would I think they're about maybe 15 in the show. They are about 14. 14, sorry, 15, yeah. 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 Um and there is a lot I mean don't get me wrong. I was a very horny fourteen-year-old. Don't get, <laughs> you know what I mean. So I, I, I get it. I get, I get why, and I get why you would probably want to see that as a fourteen-year-old as well. But I, I think I find it a little problematic, as you know. But again, it's, a, it's more of a cultural it thing. It is a cultural. You know, thing, I, yeah. I find it, you know, uncomfortable to see, you know, overt sexuality. I mean, to be fair, I watched Netflix's Big Mouth, which has a lot of kind of humorous, overtly sexual things. Yeah. Like one of my friends said, I can't watch because it makes me too uncomfortable, yeah. and I was like. 
as 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 <laughs> as, as like but that's quite true to what i experienced going through puberty yeah. so i was kind of like that's why it's funnier to me because i relate to it um you know obviously not you know um you know, hormone monsters and everything oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no uh i mean i mean i mean i did grow a lot of body hair so maybe that maybe i am my own hormone monster <laughs> i did too <laughs> we all did we all did it's natural it's part of the part of the part of part of growing up um anyway yeah so there are there are scenes and and moments um especially in the the end of Evangelion. There's a there's especially a moment where I was like, oh, did that? Yeah, that yeah, did that, that did happened. just happen. Yeah. yeah, that was quite gross. Won't spoil it. Won't spoil it. Maybe it kind of spoils itself, I guess. <laughs> I think it does. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's a few moments. Um. You know, of kind of fourteen year old girl nudity. Um, yeah. And things like that. But I mean, if you can get past that. I mean, that, it's kind of part and parcel, though, with anime as a whole. Yeah, anyway. true, yeah. You know, like you said, it is like a cultural thing. True. So, I mean, even in, I don't know, maybe even in anime that was made for, like, younger kids. Yeah. There was still, know, yeah, like, there, uh, is, there is still some, like, like, resounding type. Like, all the Dragon Ball stuff, mm-hmm. all the stuff in Dragon Ball Z with Master Roshi and, yeah. you know, and, you know, Goku putting his finger somewhere and things like that. <laughs> You know, it's, yeah, there's there's a lot of that. And again, we're, we are, you know, we're not saying, it's wrong, it's wrong. You know, it's it's different from, it from is. As, for as the Western audience. Western order. watching it, yeah, it can yeah. be a lot. A lot yeah. Yeah. yeah, and <laughs> yeah, it's, there's a bit like, but if you get, they're very small and in, in, in those sequences, very quick, yeah. and very kind of done, you know, and there's a few kind of awkward, awkward kind of romantic moments. But again, as a teenager, you yeah. have those. Yeah. It's fine, it's fine. You didn't go off and, you know, strap yourself into a giant, robot but you know you have the other stuff it's fine um so yeah um right where were we <laughs> where do we go now this is, this should we should we i tell you what let's focus on the the action side of the show the before we go before we go to before we get too depressed going into the other yeah, bit, <laughs> going a bit too deep into so it. um so what do you think what do you think of the action sequences the bits with the the angels so the 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 enemies that are invading the aliens are yeah. classed as angels, angels aren't they? yeah, yeah. Uh, number but angels and they, and they all come like those first few episodes all the angels are really unique like, oh yeah like none of them are the same they don't even look the same sound the same the designs of them are just completely something else yeah o- otherworldly like it's like you, you, you think of a, an alien and you instantly revert to that image of you know the big black eyes yeah uh, the grey skin yeah the, the, the skinniness of them and everything but these just look absolutely nothing like what you could imagine yeah it's you know? just something yeah, it's all, it's almost like a child has drawn something and then an adult has gone, oh, actually, that's a good idea. Yeah. I'm going to build upon that <laughs> and then stick it in my hand. There you go. <laughs> Done. But I, th- I think every every angel presented a unique problem for them to solve. It did, yeah. Um, and I and I really like them. I think one of my my favorite episode. I think it was I think it was Ramiel. That's the kind of diamond shaped angel. And the positron rifle. You've you've probably never seen a giant robot with a giant sniper rifle. Mm-hmm. And I know I haven't in my life. And or, and another one with like a giant shield. And and it was fascinating to see that kind of the delving into Ray's character, who's kind of this quiet, mysterious girl. Very stoic. Yeah, very yeah. stoic. Very you know doesn't really know how to handle emotions or show emotions necessarily. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could say she was maybe somewhere on the spectrum or something. Um, you know, if you want to delve into her kind of psychology and it stuff. Could be seen as that. I mean, yeah. that is one of the things that they do pick up on the show is. Um, 
So obviously you've got the adults and then you've got the kids that yes. have been given this this almighty task of essentially protecting mankind yeah. and the planet mm. from these these knobheads. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to describe it. They, knobheads, are, they yeah. are knobs. Um, or are we the knobheads? Oh. Humans. <laughs> oh, throwing a curveball there. Um, <laughs> But it's, it's got a lot to do with, if you can go back into the psychology of it again, the way that these kids are brought up, hmm. uh, how they handle life up until then, how they handle life as uh, as a pilot. Ray, for one of these ones, is obviously just not very socially adapted no, at all no. because of the way that she was brought up. Exactly. exactly. Shinji has his problems because hmm. of a, a sort of similar circumstance. Hmm. Hmm. Um, Asuka probably has this as well. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they all have it in some. They've got form. some some form of trauma as it has yeah. informed who they became and who exactly, they are, yeah. and their lives have led them to, you know, getting in the robot and mm-hmm. and they like Shinji's doing it because he feels like this is the one thing that people like. You know, he's he said his life was not you know before this was not very spectacular, not very interesting, yeah. very dull. I think he lived with a teacher, I believe he says, yeah, something like that. Uh, he was uh, his mother died, mm. his father basically abandoned him to carry on with his research. Mm. Maybe go into that a bit later, yeah. but uh, ended up living with his teacher. Mm. Was a kid that was. It, he just basically did as he was told, mm. you know, and he didn't stop doing anything uh, because if he wasn't told, stop that. Yeah, we'll it, it. it would give him time to think yeah. and to worry and to, you know, and yeah, and, and he gets his call from his father and he thinks, finally, I can do something. My father will love me again. Yeah, he must need me. It's really important. And it is, it is you know, important. it's 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 the fate of human the human race, put on the shoulders of a small child. And they don't, again, they don't really explain why he has to do it or why no. he's the only one who should do it. Um, you do see the kind of, I think the robot kind of um, uh, unit, unit one, isn't it? Unit yeah. one. Um, kind of saves him from, I think, some some collapsing. Falling roof, yeah. girders, all that yeah. business, yeah. And it shouldn't operate on its own. It shouldn't, Should not shouldn't be doing that. without a pilot yeah, in it. And exactly. that is the reason why Shinji has been brought there because he is basically the only one mm. who can pilot unit one. Yeah. They do. I think they do kind of explain it in the end, don't they? Yeah. Um, I can't. Yeah. Sort of. Again, it's very not, vague. Very vague. <laughs> it's not confirmed. Um, you. I think you were saying to me as well that the AT fields were like. Yeah. Tell me about that. You were, you were saying the other so, day something about that. And this is this is when you get into the the meat and potatoes of Evangelion. Hmm. Um, the AT field, the absolute terror field. It's basically a kind of force field for it's, the people. It's, that it's don't like know. a force field, yeah. yeah. So the angels have them, and they can use them defensively as an actual shield, mm. or they can use them offensively, mm. uh, sort of, sort of like a gravity type power or whatever. Mm. You know, they force it out, and it just destroys everything that mm. it touches. I mean, that sounds like absolute terror to me. Uh-huh, definitely, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, the AT field is so you have a soul. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The AT field is what keeps it as one, as an individual. Okay. Contains it. Contains it, yeah. Uh, the soul essentially, um, I think I read this somewhere, some article that somebody mm. wrote and they've gone quite, you know, quite yeah, deep yeah. into the whole you know, the psychology and this, mm. that and the other. Uh, but they were saying that a soul has an idea of uh, the physical form of what it wants to look like. Okay. And that is what the AT field is. Right. So okay. humans look the way that they do because mm. of this 
Mm. Soul and the ATP that makes it right. solid, basically. Mm. Well, yeah, when the LCL. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The primordial soup. Yes. <laughs> Yummy. The tang, as everybody called it, because it looked like tang in the water. It does, oh, yeah, it yeah, does. Tang, yeah. yeah They've been tangoed. Color. <laughs> yeah. Because um, that's that's one thing that you have to talk about is the human instrumentality project, oh, definitely, which is yeah. going on completely throughout the series. Yeah, they they set it up very early on. Yeah, good old uh, Gendo, who's Shinji's father, with his fucking robot Shinji. Yeah, <laughs> he constantly has that um, those hands in those fingers interlocked, yeah. looking very intensely at very the screen. Stern. Yeah, just constantly like this. I think I saw a meme somewhere where he was on the toilet and he's like, he's got, a, yeah. he's got his hands under his chin kind of thing, under his nose, which made me laugh. It's like, it's so vast and so all-encompassing, yet so vague, yeah. yet yet it keeps your attention, yet you keep coming back. Like, I kind of, I didn't binge it all in one go, but like the first series I pretty much did, yeah. I think in a day or a two. Because um, I was just like, this is just really intense, Engrossing, really good. Yeah, well. um, I like the characters, you know. Yeah, let's um, let's talk about some of the the characters we haven't talked about. Like, yeah. uh, let's talk about our favorite character. Let's talk about Masato, Masato. Um, <laughs> who is uh, a very, like we said, very like strong, interesting, you know, unique, broken yeah. um, character. She's kind of is she a a, a, ge- a captain general? Uh, she's a captain in the beginning, yeah. and then uh, because she is um, Nerve's sort of operations and battle director, mm. yeah. uh, because of her work, you know, she's obviously done her job really well, yeah. and then she gets promoted to major. Yeah, that was it, major. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. I don't know, Miss Or she's. Uh, I prefer the adults in this to the kids. I th- I think so too. The adults are so much more interesting. Mm. Than, than what the kids are. The kids are going through all this business. Yeah, they've been yeah. charged with this task of prote- mm. protecting but mankind. But still, it's still kind of teenage angst, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. They've, they've got the teenage angst side covered. And when you're an adult, I think you can more relate to the adult problems that yeah. the adults in the programme are having. Definitely, definitely. I, I I think what I really liked is that she is all business at work. Like, oh, yeah, she's she is all business. Stern, serious... Yeah composed and she has her reasons for doing yeah, it as well she exactly. has absolutely valid reasons yeah. as to why she's doing what she's doing so the the first the first cataclysm they call it the first impact don't they and yeah. she was i believe she was saved by no, her father oh sorry no sorry first impact was the one that happened billions of years ago big bang kind of thing a big bang kind of thing did yeah. you look into that one with no the... i didn't i didn't i'll give you a is brief. that part is that part of the time it's quite integral to it okay um so, the first ancestral race, mm-hmm. uh, the race was apparently dying out, not doing as good as it was. Mm-hmm. They sent the seeds of life out into the universe. Mm. So you have one which is uh, Adam and the white moon, mm-hmm. Lilith mm. and the black moon. Okay. They're sent out into the universe to try and find a planet in which to um, essentially populate. Okay. Uh, the two seeds are not supposed to land on one planet. Adam crash landed mm-hmm. in uh, Antarctica. Yes. Yeah. And Lilith mm. crash landed in Tokyo. Ah. They should not have been on the same planet. Mm. Now, and, and this is and this is just so, this is when it starts getting a bit <laughs> Angels come from Adam. Right. Humans come from Lilith. 
Ah. They're not supposed to be there together. Mm. They're both sent out with the uh, Lance of Longinus. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Lilith was broken in the process when mm. she careered down to Earth yeah, and yeah. just yeah. no, yeah. broke. Uh, and Adams was still intact. Mm. So the spears are sort of like automatically made to sort of um, sort of cryogenically freeze the one that they're with. Okay. Hence why Adam was kind of a stasis. Yeah, sort of in stasis. This is this is why Adam was inactive. Right. And then uh, Lilith populated the Earth with humans. Okay. The second contact experiment was when they found Adam in the Antarctic, and this is Masato's father. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, Dr. Katsuragi, uh, mm-hmm. and the expedition that they had. They had a contact experiment, mm-hmm. which, uh, when you look into it, is uh, the fusing of DNA. Mm-hmm. So it was it was Lily's DNA fusing with Adam, which should not happen, yeah. hence the big explosion. Right. Adam woke up. Yeah, cool. everybody right. died, mm-hmm. except Masato. That's quite interesting that we kind of come from Lilith because it biblically Lilith is the queen of monsters. Biblically, she's yeah. actually Adam's first wife. Yeah. Yeah, and she was cast out of Eden. Yeah. And yeah. Eve was made. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she's and she's considered kind of or the, I think it might be queen of demons or queen of monsters. I know there's like a version of her in Marvel. She basically Comics as well. got booted out of Eden and she yeah. became a bit salty about it. And so. I, won't, I won't blame her. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, paradise or nothing else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, fair play. Uh, I guess that's kind of the f- first breakup. I guess. Pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, you, you, your first impact happened billions of years mm. ago life came from it evolved uh, second impact uh, a bad experiment went wrong mm. basically destroyed half of the life on the planet uh, and this is another reason why the AT fields come into it yeah because the two were not supposed to exist on the same mm. on the same planet at any one time they have these things called anti-AT fields so uh, and it comes back round to essentially the end of Evangelion as mm. to what happens mm. there the angels are coming because they're basically want to wipe out what's on the planet so Adam can take over and their species can reign um, and then obviously uh, you've got a lot of like these organisations and corporations mm. yeah, and stuff yeah. that are in Evangelion so you have Nerve yeah. uh, that used to be called Gehern of course yeah. yeah. and then you've got Sele who mm. are just this this board of director pillocks they're just like dominoes aren't yeah. they yeah. <laughs> basically yeah they are the, yeah they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I'm if I'm if I'm remembering this rightly, correctly, Sile mm-hmm. want to use human instrumentality. Yeah. Which is uh, spoilers, but it is the amalgamation the, of every single soul on earth into goop. Yeah, pretty much. Back this, to time. Yeah. So we we, be, <laughs> we we effectively begin again. Yeah. You know, as as a as a as a race. Now that's that they feel like you know we've come this we've come so far we it's all gone to shit yeah. we need we need to re- hit the restart button. Oh, it's basically they call it the next stage of evolution. Yeah. Uh, going back to the to the the tang the primordial yeah. soup is uh, everybody has their pros and their cons mm. the 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 good aspects of a person and the bad aspects of a person. Mm. If everybody merges together. It's apparently supposed to balance out. Cancel out, yeah. Yeah, sure. And I think if I'm if I'm right in remembering this as well, Gendo wants to to do to do the human instrumentality, yeah. so to combine everybody, but on his own terms. And then is he planning? I th- I believe he's planning to separate at a later time. Was that right? No, actually, Gendo basically wants to be with his wife. Yes, yeah, right. uh, yeah, his wife Yui, which is Yui, his mother. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
he wants to be with her so bad, he's going along with Sailor's plan of uh, instrumentality, yes. but he kind of wants to do it on his terms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sailor, on the other hand, and this was another sort of theory slash rumour... Um, mm. slash potential truth yeah. um, that the Evangelions were supposed to host the Sailor Board of Directors. They would essentially be gods, you know. So they'd have the most power. Yeah. yeah. They'd have all the power and they'd essentially be immortal as well. Mm. And whatever was happening in the group down on Earth, they would reign over them. Wow. That's pretty much the, the short version of it. Yeah, <laughs> true. Um, again, like, not like you, you're explaining so much, I had no idea. Like, the show tells you nothing. You know, even, even the original ending, that I'm sure we'll talk about it's like it's all super vague there's yeah. hints and there's things they mention and you're like oh I'm sure that'll it's, wind up and be talked about it's one of those ones where you take from it what you will yeah. make your own assumptions a lot you, of kind of headcanon yeah you yeah. can literally watch it as just full on entertainment I'm yeah. watching this programme yeah I enjoyed it seems yeah. good the last two episodes were a bit fucking weird <laughs> uh, and yeah be done with it oh yeah it's a good programme yeah watch it and then that next person might be like oh this. Yeah, exactly. This is so deep. This is so. Yeah. Know, there's two ways on which you can watch Evangelion: pure entertainment, or mm. you are gonna be essentially like me and be quite OCD about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think that's, I think that's what you've done. There's, obviously, there's been like, like I said, it grabs you. It does. Yeah. It pulls you in, and you do want to know what the human instrumentality project. Mm. You do not know, want to know more about Seelay. You want to see how Ritsuko's mother, mother died. You want to see, you know. All the who is Ray, what is Ray, and you know what happened to Yui, all this stuff. Which, again, it's kind of like, yeah, here's something, but there's more questions now. Yeah. And and that that's that's cool, but I can see how it would frustrate people as well. Yes. Like especially like we said, a Western audience, we like everything. We were like, oh, we got to give it a nice ending, and we need to tie everything up, and you know, yeah, all that yeah. sort of stuff. And but have that, like a whole episode dedicated to basically giving you the answers on a silver platter. Yes. Yeah. This does not do that yeah. at all. Um, you brought up the, the original ending. Let's talk about the two <laughs> endings. I hate those two episodes. <laughs> I love the show, but those two episodes yeah. can get in the sea. So, <laughs> get, just get in the sea. Get, get in, in the sea, in it. Get in. Um, <laughs> so... From what I've heard, the the director you mentioned before, I can't pronounce his name. Hideaki Anno. That guy. That uh, <laughs> he he had quite kind of kind of crippling depression, chronic yeah. depression. He had he had really bad depression uh, even before he was doing Evangelion, wow. and I think this was maybe his way of. Um, Sort of like, right, I need to do something, yeah. And, yeah. and then as the series progressed, you could tell that he was getting... You start to notice yeah. You start to notice less robots. Yeah. And you start to notice a lot more... More drama. More drama, more dream sequences, yeah. more kind of human interaction or human, you know, not non-interaction, if mm-hmm. you will. I think the... I actually, like... I know you. I know you weren't a fan of those last two episodes. Um, I know also they were running low on budget. I think towards the oh, end. Oh, they were running incredibly yeah. low on budget and low on time as yeah. well. Uh, obviously because uh, anime is one of these ones where they usually don't maybe make the full series before it's screened. Yeah. Yeah. Just because like halfway it takes through, yeah. so long to animate a single mm. episode. So you know they'd like yeah they'd maybe do a couple of episodes. And then it'd be this right. Crack you, on! You're running a bit late <laughs> on this one. You yeah, know when, on, you, when you're gonna like ship it to us, that kind mm. of thing. Yeah, they were running low on budget. Anno was basically at the end of his tether. Yeah. 
as well. Yeah, it, fair, it, fair it enough. It was spiralling yeah. back into whatever yeah. depression it was. They just ended up with those two episodes. Yeah, you're yeah. Like, they are Marmite, those two episodes. Mm. And you've really got to delve into yeah. them as well as to see what is happening. Instrumentality is happening at yeah. that moment. It literally, yeah. But it's shown in the perspective of the characters' minds. Yes, that's right. Yeah, we kind of see their resolution of... It's kind of basic. It's a it's a it's a psychology session, isn't yeah. it? It's basically who am I? What am I? Why do I perceive things like this? What, you know, who could I be? Who am I now? Who it's do I want to be? Literally, as if Freud was running like an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. Pretty much, yeah. I think Freud Shinji in a room dropping LSD. Mm-hmm. That's basically what the episode. In, but in fact, if you've never done drugs and you watch those last two episodes, Jesus, they yeah. are literally like what I imagine being on acid. <laughs> and again, very very seizure inducing. Very trippy. If you're not well, if you're yeah. not careful. But I kind of I kind of enjoyed them. In a weird way, because I, I do like a good like dream sequence, and yeah. I and I did, and I, as the show went on, I did enjoy the more kind of like we said introspective kind of human condition, yeah. broken these broken characters. I did enjoy that, so I kind of like it. it totally came out of left field yeah. because where I was like, okay, so what's the finale? And it's like there is that, that was what? it. You yeah, just watched it. Yeah, I was like after the previous episode, I was like, what? And again, like I enjoyed them. Like I think if you watch them on their own, I I don't think they're that bad. I think if you separate them from the entire series, just watch those two episodes. 40 minutes or what have you. It's like a one you could, shot, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. a it, well, I mean now it's kind of like an alternate ending, isn't it? Sort of thing. Almost. It is, yeah. Yeah. So so you it. can you can look at it if you believe that's the true ending, it's it's much happier ending. Yeah. Than what we actually get. Oh yeah. So, but yeah, I can understand why. Again, nothing was tied up. No answers to pretty much anything. Yeah, no no um, definite final answer. So again, fans were not happy. Big time. Big time. Uh, so Gainax Studios, uh, was frequently vandalized because mm. of it. Jesus, really? Frequently vandalized. Oh yeah. Uh, Anno himself was sent multiple death threats as well, Jesus. which is like now this. Brings me to an actually interesting uh, uh, fact about Anno himself. Mm. Anno is an otaku. Right. But he's probably not like, you know, the rabid like we were talking about yeah. before. The rabid. Oh, for, the, for the people that don't know, including myself, <laughs> what is an otaku? An otaku is uh, an obsessive. Right. Okay, cool. Like OCD. To, to, to put it bluntly, yeah. yeah, an obsessive. So an anime otaku is somebody who literally lives... Breeze, yeah. dies, shit, dies. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, um, uh, could also be likened to the hikikomori movement, if you okay. want to call it that. The cool. shut-ins. Mm. Okay, you yeah, know, yeah, they yeah. don't go out. Ever. Anime yeah. is their life. Yeah. Fuck everything else, basically. But yeah, Anno is uh, an otaku, but yeah. maybe not as severe as what a lot of other yeah. people would be. Yeah, yeah. Um, he is a man who is quite proud of his country. He worries about his country. Mm-hmm. It's like it also comes back to maybe the the social aspect of uh, what's happening in Japan as well at the moment with their culture. Mm-hmm. The uh, elderly population is on the increase. Yeah. The younger population is not happening. A lot more people are deciding to either be the shut-ins, the yeah, hikikomori, yeah, yeah. Uh, or the women are deciding to have careers instead of having yeah. children, and good on them. Yeah, fair play. In that fair crowd play. as well. Yeah. Uh, things like that are happening. But he has a problem with the otaku culture. He said, yeah, being otaku is fine, but I don't see why you have to literally shut everyone out. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's the otaku culture that attacked him, that attacked the studio. That just sounds well. that just sounds like fandom even at the Gone moment. Wrong. Yeah, yeah, even at the moment we see thing horrible things on well, Twitter. Cu- yeah, a couple of weeks ago as well, uh when Kyoto Animation when they were hmm. when they were basically burnt down. What by... they were burnt down? Yeah. What yeah. Was it? Why was that? What? Oh like 30, 35 people died. Fucking and hell. it was a man who had written a story for a competition that they were doing. Right. Uh, and then they must have produced some sort of anime or were doing right. something. And he said, they fucking plagiarised my story. And he went in, uh, doused the place while everybody's working. Like, who the hell is this yeah. guy? Doused the place with uh, petrol and set it on fire. Jesus That was Christ. only a couple of weeks ago. What's, what's wrong with people? Yeah, yeah. That is... That is I suppose the worst end of that. Yeah, that kind of fandom. Yeah, yeah any kind of fandom. It's 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 unreal. It's crazy. Oof, but yeah, yeah. Anno, Anno himself was like, no, you need yeah. to. And I think it comes back to Evangelion in that sense, where mm. you know it's showing all the characters having some kind of life outside their own little secular internal. Yeah, yeah. You know, psychological self beatings basically. Yeah. It comes back around to that. Yeah. It's it's so so weird and deep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> shocking, shocking how like passion can turn in a negative way. Yes. Like you can love something so much. Yeah. And I guess it's same with like relationships and stuff if they go terribly wrong. Um. But and when that happened, though, yeah. with all the death threats and the vandalisms yeah. and people, you know, they were yeah. getting like hounded, yeah. stalked, and all that business. Yeah. Um, Anno's reply to it was the end of Evangelion. Yeah. And that was a massive fuck you. Yeah. And it's the... You wanted an ending, you yeah. were getting an ending. And it is bleak as fuck. Oh, yes. Um, it's, you know, Sile, uh, inve- like, it kind of picks, so it forgets the last two episodes, yeah. picks up after the Cowron. Is it Cowron? Kauru. Kauru, sorry, yeah. Kauru. His episode. Actually, I'd like to talk about that just very quickly. Yeah. Because it's Pride this weekend, so we've got, yeah. to, we've got to talk about some LGBT stuff. <laughs> we have to. Um, so that is um, the a, a new a new child comes to pilot a new uh, a new unit and uh, Kaoru, and he introduces himself to Shenji, and he's kind of on his own. I think um, Oscar is off in a coma, sort of, or depression, deep oh, depression. Oh yeah, she, she's like in some sort of comatose little depression. Yeah, she kind of can't. Can't pilot a thing. She can't no, she sink can't, with she it. Can't sink with it. It's ve- that's very um, Pacific Rim as well, isn't it? That whole sinking with the You'd robot. Be surprised exactly how much Evangelion has influenced a lot of other things. I can imagine. I can Pacific imagine. Rim being one of them. Yeah. Like way too many accounts. Oh, as I'm well. sure. I'm sure. And uh, Robin Williams was a fan. Really? Yeah. Amazing. Uh, you remember the film One Hour Photo? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, he's the he's the assistant in yeah, the place. Yeah, yeah, the creepy guy. Yeah. Yeah, likes the family, and the yeah. kid is looking at a, a figurine Ex- in the store, and it's actually a, a mass production Evangelion. Really? From what Robin Williams' own personal collection. collection. Yeah. Amazing and. <laughs> Well, he, I mean, and and he had his own like he battles own, with yeah. with depression as well, and so I can see why he liked that show and yeah. invested in it. Um, back back to that episode though. Um, really good stuff. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, and he turns up, and he turns out he he get he makes this connection, very kind of intimate connection with Shinji, yeah. and you know, he in the original translation says, "I, I love, love you. you," but there was controversy when it came over to Netflix. Yeah. 
because they changed the translation to ever so slightly. I like you. Yeah, to I like you. And that a lot of people took real big offence to that. Yeah, uh, that's mainly because it does actually change the relationship, the relationship between Kaoru and Shinji. Yeah. Uh, and also sort of impedes on the character development yeah. ever so slightly as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just one of those things. You know, this, this is why if you've got the chance to go and see like the original dub, yeah. I can't watch Evangelion in Japanese at all. Fair enough. Even with subtitles, I am not one of the, the elitists oh, only watching yeah. Japanese. Can't do that. Yeah. It works in English. Watch yeah. it in English. I, honestly, I, I put an anime on and I go, if it's in subtitles, yeah. I'll listen to it in subtitles. If it's got a dub on it, I'll do the dub. Yeah. I, but Whichever what, comes first. Yeah, exactly. If the, whatever the company decides they want to put on, if I press play on the DVD or whatever it is, and it's, you know, it is it's what it is, either. I just go, yeah. right, that's what it's going to be. Because yeah. I, I, I don't mind either. I've got nothing against either. Nah, I don't either. Yeah. So, so whatever comes first is fine. Um, but I don't have a preference, you know. Yeah. But yes, like, it's... So it became, like, a huge kind of... And there's, like, avid kind of fan backlash for mm-hmm. this. And... Um, I think they tried to defend it a little bit. We were talking about like the development of, of Shinji, yeah. and he's like never had anybody say that to him. No, he hasn't. Like his mum died, his dad disappeared. He's a knob. You know, he's never. Is you know, he lived with a teacher. You know, I, yeah. you know, uh, talking about you know troubling things. I wouldn't have a teacher say I love you. And even it's the a bit people weird. that he deals with on a daily basis don't yeah. you know. They do not verbally communicate no. to him. And I think, and again, I think that's a cultural thing as well. Yeah. I think Japanese people would very, very rarely say those words Up and be, front, yeah. yeah, they might, they might feel it, but they would never express it in a, exactly. in a, in you know, in that way, in that form. So that's unusual across Japan and across, you know, across the anime and across everything. So I can understand why they felt so hurt. And I think, you know, there's a lot of kind of. LGBT plus Q plus erasure that happens. Yeah. There's been a lot in the Marvel movies. Oh yeah, been so much in the Marvel uh, Valkyrie, uh, Black Panther, mm-hmm. um, and I every time I'm every time I hear about it, I'm like, what are you doing? What was wrong with having that one scene or that one thing? Like it's not going to hurt anybody. And like the the only thing they've got past Disney so far is going. Um, you know, I missed somebody. Uh, I went on a date and I missed him. And that was it. That's yeah. that's their reference. And I go. The official, first official gay character in the Marvel Universe is just some dude in a, you know, I'm just like, try a bit harder, come yeah. on, you know. And so, yeah, than that. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Valkyrie's gonna be the, they've they've gone like, oh, yeah, Valkyrie is definitely burned, now, yeah. yeah. And it was heavily hinted, I know, but it wasn't. If if something's explicit, you know, just it might as well just be explicit. You're not exactly. you're not gonna hurt anybody. One, you know, gay people do exist. You yeah. know what I mean? They are in the world. You know, you're not going to erase them entirely. They will always be there. You know, just just let them. You know, let them be. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Not hurting anybody. As long as not hurting anybody, it's fine. All uh-huh. all groups of people not hurting anybody, it's fine. No. Good. <laughs> yeah, anyway, get off that. Yeah. Ooh, we're on our, we're on our pedestals. We're on our soapboxes <laughs> today. Um, you know, you, do you not think though the um, Kaoru when he does actually say to Shinji, he's hmm. like explaining something. He's like, it means I love you, Shinji. Yeah. Do you not think it just lends even further impact to what happens when he pops his head? Oh God, yeah. And then again, that's. <laughs> I think it really do, the show really does it, uh, utilize those still moments. Not only that, but they didn't have enough money. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> they have to reuse yeah. a lot of animation. They do a lot of stills on yeah, it. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah, yeah, But but it's effective in yeah. those scenes. There's an elevator scene with 
with Ray and uh, and Oscar, and it's a really tense, awkward scene. The lift. Yeah, the lift scene. Yeah. And uh, literally, the only movement in it, and it lasts. It lasts a ridiculous amount of time, but the yeah. only movement in it is when um, Oscar twitches and rolls. Yeah, or yeah, like coughs or whatever <laughs> she does. Yeah, and I was just like, and then it, and then eventually the conversation starts. But again, Oscar's. I don't think we talk much about Oscar, but she's very much this kind of fiery redhead from Germany, always angry, always like calling people perverts and stuff. Uh, <laughs> Which is not wrong. <laughs> Absolutely besotted with Kaji. Yeah, exactly. I God. love Kaji. Yeah. Okay, he is like he is quite handsome and charming. So I'll, <laughs> I'll give you that. He is, you know, I was like, he's super cool. Does he? Does he? Does he die? He gets shot. He gets shot. Was, is that on screen? Uh, or is it? Is it implied? I can't remember. I might have is, been looking at my phone. He is shot. He's in this war where he's, uh, he's essentially a triple agent. Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. double agent, triple agent. It was yeah. like, oh, you died to me, death boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he gets shot. Uh, he knows yeah. as well. Yeah. And he says to whoever's doing the shooting, you don't actually see who's doing it, and mm. it's never spoken about or anything like mm. that after. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you're a bit late, aren't you? Bang. Very cold. And she and Misato keeps, because he's involved with Misato like, yeah. romantically. He he actually starts to uh, tell her the truth from what he's found out yeah, as well. Yeah. Because uh, she's completely kept in the dark oh, yeah. about what the ulterior motive is. Exactly, yeah. She, does, uh, she has just, no idea. It just basically makes her go a bit wrong. Yeah. Kaji yeah. leaves her a message, she keeps it on her answer machine, and mm. she's she's all sacky and tears into yeah. it all the time, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what can you say? What can you even say on an audio-based podcast? You can't even talk. Um, that's the only thing I'm supposed to do. But yeah, it's... It's hard. It's like it is. It it grabs you and doesn't let go. It's hard going. You know what? It kind of is a bit like yeah. life. It kind of it's exciting. It has its ups and downs. It can be there can be long stretches of absolute kind of sadness and doubt and questioning yourself and your world and the people around you. And then it kind of ends and you didn't really have a meaning to it. Exactly. I guess. So yeah, and yeah, that's because the... you're just kind of like dotting about between bits in the series. I know. It cannot cannot stay even we more can't. than probably what we've already yeah. done. But you need to watch it yeah. for yourself. And it's and it's not a lot to watch. Like the for me, I just watched what's on available currently on Netflix. Yeah. First twenty six episodes. Then you've got um, is it Death True or what's the what's the name of the recap movie? So uh, the original release was Death and Rebirth. Right, that's it. But yeah, they've they've like renamed it again yeah. for this for this Netflix release. But it, release, but, it so. but it is on that. I think it's something like maybe Death True yeah. or something like that. But it's basically a recap of the full series, like an hour long, I think. About an hour, and yeah. then you've got maybe like uh, twenty something minutes of new footage at the end of that, which yeah. then leads you into the end of Avengers because they. Because the the last they forget the last two episodes basically that we talked about they yeah. just kind of cut that off. That's why we've been jumping around this so much is we can't you can't pinpoint yeah. it you can't, you can't grasp it define yeah go and go oh it's about robots but it's not about robots and it's not about the human condition but it is kind of about robots. You know you know one of the things I really liked about the robots though, um, was that they they have to be plugged in yeah <laughs> I love the umbilical cable yeah they've yeah. got like a, like they, it's like proper like they old need school a lot of power just like my iPhone man I've got to constantly have it plugged <laughs> in 
It's just the same. And then they've got a bit of residual energy, don't they? Like five minutes or something? They have, like, um, they do have, like, internal batteries, but obviously to power a machine... Yeah, that size. ...of that size, yeah. uh, with that range of movement and blah, 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 it, mm. it, it literally only just lasts minutes. Although there was the one episode, do you remember the, the big creepy spider guy thing? Yeah. Oh, the, the drip, dripping, out, dripping the acid dripping down. Dripping the acid Yeah, down. yeah, that was the a good power one. Cut out, that is one of my favourite episodes. Oh, that's good. A lot of my favourite episodes in this program do not revolve around just sheer battles yeah um, of like oh there's an angel coming yeah pew, pew, yeah, yeah. no no um, oh, trying to think now I really like the one where they have to there's an angel that can split itself into two or more that's like you want to win. Yeah, that, I think that's what it was called. Yeah. And and they have to they have to sync up. Uh, um, Oscar and Shinji have to yeah. sync up completely, entirely, be as one. Yeah. To defeat this, this is what I was saying. All the episodes are so unique, and the ways they have to defeat the angels are so unique. It's like I probably couldn't come up with that many ideas. Yeah. To I was like that one's a big spider and it does this and you know but I thought that was fascinating and because that they're so polar opposites as well and they're kind of and I quite like the attraction between them as well I, th- I quite I've had similar relationships I think in the past <laughs> a few far, a few fiery ladies um I like the kind of the dichotomy between the two and 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 yeah it was a good it's a really cool episode but like you said the best episodes are the one that I think 50% amazing cool robot fights yeah and 50% human condition. Yeah. I think those are the, the ones Actual that really stand out. Line. Like you said, you don't like that those two episodes, which is pure human condition. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing but human condition. And, you know, flash, 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 flash. No animation, no animation. And I, think, I think it's because I personally like to know more about the individual characters that yeah. are not the kids. Yes. And they're mostly operating or, you know, they're, they're the, the man in the chair type yeah. thing, aren't they? So they're... they're Boy racer there, you probably heard him. Uh, sound like a, like a wet fart to be honest, driving <laughs> past. Uh, so, so yeah, um, yeah. I, I I think that's those are the kind of ones because the personal stuff informs the battle as well. So it makes the battle you, you're more invested in the battle because yeah. you've you've had the human condition stuff. Um, I'm sure that's the same with most shows and stuff. There's obviously other things going on before the fights. It's it's hard to pin down, and we have jumped all over the show. But like you said, so much more. There's there's mangas. There's there's a there's a rebuild, a reboot. We've got one down there. All right. Somewhere. Oh, there We've you got... go. Nice. <laughs> there is the there is the rebuild. The rebuild is a completely different beast altogether. Okay. And to be honest, I'm not a massive fan. Fair enough. Is it? Has he got? Um, has the director got any? The original director any? Original director. He uh he left Gainax mm-hmm. and he made his own company, Studio Kara. Okay. Uh, took a couple of people from Gainax with him, mm-hmm. uh, and he's been working on the rebuild. Granted, looks absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Obviously, with the, New with the advancements in yeah, yeah CG and stuff. He uses CG in it. It is obvious, but it doesn't take away from the rest of the animation. If that makes any yeah, sense, yeah, of course, yeah. But the story is quite convoluted. Mm. Evangelion, the series, and the two films that came after Death and Rebirth and End of Evangelion, Evangelion. convoluted enough. Oh yeah, as they are. yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think that's I think that's again it's it's convoluted yet vague yeah. yet convoluted and again we can't pin it down in the time we've had we've had for this yeah yeah I, I highly recommend going out and watching it yourself because it is truly an experience you will either love it you'll hate it 
Oh, you'll be like, yeah, that was alright. Yeah, that was okay. Um, but I, I, it's definitely, I would recommend everybody seeing it because it is absolutely fascinating to watch, yeah. and it's got so, and there's so many kind of, like we said, so many articles, videos, you name it, and we could go, we could do a whole season of this, like we said, because it's just we just focus on one element of the show and massive, massive stuff involved. <laughs> I think Incredible. one thing that I do have to say about Evangelion, though, for anyone who does actually watch it, concentrate on the other characters that are not the kids. Yeah. Because you'll get a lot more information from mm. them and yeah. maybe even a bit more entertainment from them yeah. as well. But there's only one kid that I think you specifically need to focus on mm. over the whole series, mm. and that is Ray. I think I think Ray's an important character, a very important character. But especially when you do get into like, yeah. the end of Evangelion. Spoiler. I know we've done some spoilers, but we I don't think we'll get into the Race I think I think maybe if everybody just watches the twenty six episodes in yeah. the series, I'm not going to say much about the end of Evangelion because yeah. that is an alternative ending. Make your mind up about the series, yeah. watch the end of Evangelion, yeah. and then you'll see exactly what we've been talking exactly, about. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And again, like if we, again we jumped around a lot, but we can't really talk about one element without talking about the others exactly uh, it's really hard but um but i've had i've had a lot of fun talking about this and and thank you for having me around as well it's been a lot of fun um, i've had fun because yeah. it's, it's one subject that i do actually know quite a bit about but yeah. when i'm like you know just talking to somebody and they're like yeah why are you talking to me what's what's what you're saying words yeah you got like Robots and stuff. Yeah. I really don't care. Yeah. I really like. I really like this. You're gonna bloody listen. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Um. But yeah. No. It's been. It's been really, really good. Um. Yeah. Thank you for welcoming to your home. No um, yeah. Um. I'll have you back on again. I'd love to do. I know you're a massive fan of Ghost of the Shell. I'm a massive fan of Ghost in the Shell. I live it. <laughs> I like, live for it. I was talking about Otaku. You've got no idea when it comes to Ghost in the Shell. I have got the tattoos on my. Neck we'll me. do it if you, if you want to come <laughs> you want to come back I'm happy to have you back or I'll come here I'll come here whatever is cool um, yeah I think that'll be amazing but thank you very much for um, I think we talked about everything I think I wanted to cover roughly you've you know, learned something vaguely so... I've learned loads man I've learned so much <laughs> That's that's why I like getting guys like you on because you know you always you know I've always got something I come away with I'm like oh that's amazing more information <laughs> um, just to finish off um, where to find me on the social medias and to get the podcast uh, it's on uh, so I'm on Facebook at Secret Balls um, so if you put that in the search bar Twitter it's at Dan underscore Balls Instagram is Spider Dan Secret Balls podcast is available on Podbean Apple Podcast Stitcher Spotify YouTube and many, many more. And you're at... Kusanagi Cosplay UK on Facebook and Instagram. Perfect, perfect, excellent. Thanks again. This has been a blast. And just remember, guys, get in that robot.